Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be haters gonna hate. Well, I've got two emails that I'm going to go through with you today. The first one is from a woman who really didn't like what I had to say in my video, The Right to Keep and Bear Arms, and she was not happy about the comments that were happening and the fact that myself and my staff continue to block and mute people who basically are immature jackasses and are disrespectful and rude and hurl insults. So she writes this long diatribe to tell me why I need change the way I am or she's going to stop recommending me to all her friends and family. Woe is me. And I've got another email. This one's actually from a guy who he comments a lot. If you're on my YouTube channel a lot and you you comment a lot, he's one of those guys that when he makes a comment, everybody else is kind of like, wow, this guy really knows his shit. So this particular guy, he's been following me since 2013. And when he first came to me, we, he was cool for a while. I, I can't remember how long. I do re- remember initially. He was nice to me at first. And then when he started stretching out stretching beyond his comfort zone I should say he started getting a little upset and a little pissed and that's when he started to lose his shit and started attacking me because he just didn't want to admit reality so all these years later and I ended up blocking him so all these years later he you know he got a new screen name and stuff and he's remorseful but he shares all the great things that he's learned and that he's experienced not only in his personal life but in his career and he realized that he was being a disrespectful jackass and he pretty much deserved to get blocked. So you're going to have one extreme to the other. One person it's like, you got to put up with these assholes. You should mentor them. You should be leaders, a leader to these guys. And the other guy, it's this one of the reasons, again, you're going to see why I just simply don't tolerate bullshit in my life. So I have a quote that I wrote in this particular topic and then we're going to go through the first email and it should be interesting. So the quote says, the world is full of people who think they have a right to bully, intimidate, shame and force you to live and think like they expect you to. People in general feel better about themselves and their choices if they can influence others to make the same choices. They literally seek validation for their own behavior and beliefs by trying to make other people more like them. Successful people tend to be optimistic and look for the value in every situation or life experience regardless of whether or not things unfold as they would want or expect. We all have to deal with haters. Haters don't really hate you. They hate themselves, want to be you, or simply are jealous and envious of what you have or who you are. Never take their insults personally because they are simply projecting what's inside of them. You are never responsible for what other people think of you. It's simply none of your business. So with that said, let's go through her email. Hey, Coach Corey, I hope you are well and happy. Well, yes, thanks for asking. I've watched your video on the right to bear arms. It's actually the right to keep and bear arms. And it's a right that comes from the Lord, as I explained in that video. That's how the Constitution was written. It's not a privilege. It's something you get at birth. But 
I spent 40-something minutes explaining that in that video. I've watched it over and over again, and I watched the comments and interaction underneath. And I've got to ask you, do you know how you've made yourself appear? Well, if you go and you read the comments, the overwhelming majority of comments are really positive. People thanking me for talking about this subject. People going, I was wondering when you were going to talk about this subject. And other people going, you know, I never really thought of it that way. I never knew these things. Thanks for noticing. Thanks for talking about it. Me personally, I've been, I got interested in studying world history when I was in elementary school. When I was in third and fourth grade, I started checking out books from the library. Started checking out. I remember one of the first books I read was called Great American Fighter Pilots of World War II. And it was all these different aces for the Allies what kind of plane they flew, how many kills they had, little biography. It was really, I got to know this book so well. I read it so many times that when I was a kid, I could name all these guys like Pappy Boynton. They, there was a, a show, I think it was in the 70s, called Baba Black Sheep. It was about him and his merry band of misfits, if you will, who were just badasses. They were bad boys, but they were also very fucking deadly. And they fought in mostly the campaigns against the Imperial Japanese. And my whole life I've been studying and my just history and anything, politics, you name it. Having come from a military family and the fact that everybody in my family, all the males, have gone back over 100 years, have served in every major conflict. So I have friends, family, aunts, uncles, father, grandfathers. Some of my closest friends, they're out in the battlefields walking the front line and I always want to know what they have to say, what they saw. Because I'm able to schedule, write my own schedule and come and go as I please, when someone like General Petraeus or somebody like that testifies in front of Congress or they do an interview or something on C-SPAN, they're there for two hours, I'll watch the whole fucking thing because I'm interested in that and I'm fascinated by it. Plus, I coach a lot of people in law enforcement and the government and different agencies anyways. So it behooves me to have a general, pretty damn good general idea of what the fuck is going on around the world. And that, that's why these guys continue to hire me, people that work in the State Department, embassy staff, because the things that they learn from me, it can help them better interact with other people, be better negotiators, and also be able to influence other people so they can achieve their outcomes and their goals. And I'm proud and I'm honored that I get to work with awesome, kick-ass people like that. So back to her email. You're sabotaging your own mission. Really? I don't agree with that at all. When I, because I look at my YouTube subscribers and I look at my email list and there was a little spike on the day that the right to keep and bear arms was published. But on average, in an average day, because I've got right now about 200,000 people between all my social media and my email that follow me and that are in contact whenever I publish something. And what was interesting is the amount of YouTube subscribers that I lost in the day that I discussed that, it was only like, I think it was like 15 people. I think I lost about 20 from the email list over and above what I lose every day because when you got 200,000 people, you're going to have between at least 50 to 100 people a day unsubscribing. So overall, because I discussed that, I lost about 30 people more than normal. 
So it really wasn't that big a deal. And all the praise and all the nice things people said that they either posted in the comments or sent the emails, it's I don't really give a fuck about a few people that just don't see eye to eye on things. The way I look at life, again, I teach self-reliance. And what's on the back of my book is a, a quote by Thomas Jefferson. It says, enlighten the people generally. It doesn't say specifically. It says, enlighten the people generally and tyranny and oppressions of body and mind will vanish like evil spirits at the dawn of day. And so anybody that's surprised when I step over into the political realm or something to do with the Constitution, it all ties back to self-reliance. So to me, it's really not surprising that I'm discussing these things. I know to some other people it, hap- it is, but it's all aligned with my mission, my goal, my purpose. to bring. You know, I mean, again, it's right in the beginning of my book what I describe my outcome and my objective and what I'm trying to accomplish by doing the work that I do in the world. And I'm doing a pretty damn fucking good job of it. How do I know? Everybody tells me. You can go look at all the positive reviews on Amazon and Audible and all the success stories that I I read all the time and all the positive comments. And quite frankly, I just have zero interest at this point in my life at 46 years old. I get to choose who I want to work with. And it's not a privilege or it's not a right for people to be able to interact with me. It is a privilege that can be revoked at any time. And so what I like, the kind of people I want are like-minded people because the the people that I enjoy personally coaching the most are the kind of people who just like tell me what to do and I'll fucking do it. They're the kind of people that I start – if I start talking about something in a video, they've come to realize by now that when I talk about something and I teach something, I'm pretty much spot on. I might not, not always be right but I'm never wrong. And the more people apply the things I teach, the more they get the results, the predictable results that I say they will get. And I've been reading success stories from these people for years. So I know what I'm talking about, especially when it comes to history or politics or the Constitution. These are, these are things I've been studying my whole fucking life. And some of these, and in, for people that don't like the fact that I'm talking about these things now, well, you're not going to like the fact that I'm going to continue to talk about these things in the future. And my second book is going to focus on those things because in order to be self-reliant, you have to be free. In order for you to be free, I have to be free and vice versa. In order for me to be free, you have to be free to live your life the way you want without being unduly influenced by people that would seek to keep you down, so to speak. She continues on, you teach that leaders create leaders. Well, actually, what I say quite often is that the true measure of a leader is not how many followers they have, but how many leaders they create. I'm not interested in followers. I'm not interested in people kissing my ass. I'm interested in in teaching other people how to be self-reliant so they don't need me anymore. I like it. I like when I do just a handful of sessions with people and they get it and they don't need me anymore. I've achieved my objective. Again, the goal is self-reliance, self-determination. And like I was starting to say earlier, there's just certain things in life that are not negotiable. Your, Your personal freedom, my personal freedom, it's not negotiable. It's not between you and me. It's not between 
you and your government or me and my government. It's the way my country is set up, the way the Constitution is set up. This is something that has to do between an individual and the creator. And even if that person is an atheist, it doesn't matter. It still presupposes there were divine beings having a human experience and this freedom comes from God. And that includes the right to defend yourself and arm yourself. And I know people that live in countries don't like that because they've decided to disarm themselves. But at the end of the day, the criminals never give up their guns. That's reality. Criminals have no interest in following the law. So when people give up their guns, they're choosing to be disarmed and they're hoping that the cops get there in time to save them. And I just think that's stupid. I was reading an article the other day. An old couple. They were in their 70s. Some guy kicked the door in, started stabbing her husband, and she went and got a gun and she shot the dude. And he's laying on the ground, bleeding, crying. Her husband's obviously, I think he got stabbed like six times. Everybody lived. But if she, if that old woman hadn't had a gun, it would just be another statistic. So somebody they can sit there with a straight face and say, well, you know, I just feel much better if there were no guns. And yeah, some, some people are going to die and get stabbed to death. But oh, well, it's just – and I hear people arguing like that. It's just, it's just asinine stupidity. I mean seriously. But again, there's a few small group of things like Bill of Rights, Constitution, personal freedom, responsibility that are just non-negotiable. If you want to solve a problem that there is, we can talk about the problem. But me giving up my rights and my freedom, it's just – I'm not interested in negotiating. I'm not interested in debating. I don't have to debate because again, it's not between you and me or me and you and the state. It's between each of us as an individual and the creator. By blocking, deleting, and bad-mouthing people who give a different opinion to yours, what you've basically shown is that you want a community of people who agree with everything you say and follow you stupidly and blindly. Well, that's kind of an arrogant and condescending statement on your part because you're basically saying, well, if somebody agrees with me, well, they just must be fucking stupid then. Actually, if somebody agrees with me and they apply what I teach, they're going to get predictable results. And I'm not a bullshit artist here. I'm not here coming up pulling theories out my butthole. I'm actually teaching things that work. And again, the reviews speak for themselves. And that is reality. Because again, I want to work with people. And it's like when it comes to the culture, the kind of people that I want in my YouTube community or part of my email list or the clients that I want to coach, there are people that are kind, they're respectful. As far as clients go, they're what's called FAT, F-A-T, which stands for – not physically fat, but it stands – the F is for faithful, A is for available, and T is for teachable. People that are easy to get along with. My friends are like that. My family's like that. The women I date and have relationships are like that. Ex-girlfriends of mine that are still friends of mine and are in contact. Again, easygoing, easy to get along with. I don't tolerate drama in any fucking way shape or form in my life that is just the way things happen to be so like i'm saying is that in order to accomplish something that you want in life you got to have like-minded people around you i make a big deal out of this and i talk about it a lot and that's just one of the things that's non-negotiable when it comes to my community i want like-minded people people that are positive that are optimistic that if someone is in having a difficult time or they're struggling 
they can go post a comment and have somebody nice come along and help them and guide them instead of some jerk off bashing them and saying you're stupid, you're a fucking idiot, you deserve what you get and all kinds of other hateful nonsense. And quite frankly, as soon as people start calling me names, calling me an asshole, threatening me, sending me nasty emails, it's just that's it. Delete, block, boom, they're gone. I mean, most of the time, I don't even see these comments because my staff handles this stuff. But in this particular video, the right to keep and bare arms, because when I, anything you talk politically or anything spiritual or religious, you get people that are just so into their ideology and what they believe, they're not open to listening to anything you have to say. In other words, they're not really teachable. They're not really open-minded. They want to argue. And quite frankly, at this point in my life, I have no desire to argue with somebody that I'd have to spend several hours with convincing them. I'd rather, you know what, somebody like you, why don't you convince them? Why don't you form your own YouTube channel and deal with haters? Because I just don't, I don't want the negativity in my life. They don't add any value. My email inbox fills up every day. I get hundreds and hundreds of emails every week from people begging me to help them that are kind, respectful. Why would I want to waste my time with a bunch of negative, insecure jackasses. Life is too fucking short. And there's a great quote by Coach Bill Parcells, who's in the NFL Hall of Fame. He said it best. Losers assemble in small groups and complain about the coaches and other players. Winners assemble as a team and find ways to win. In order to achieve something, if you're a business person, a CEO, a manager, you need people on your team that are buying into your vision, that are helping you accomplish your vision or the company's vision as it is. But if you tolerate people on your team that are always working against you, you're never going to achieve your objectives and you're never going to reach your full potential. That's just a fact of life. She continues on, if you're an alpha male, the idea of leading a bunch of weak people, again, you're assuming that everybody other than the hater that follows me is somehow weak. I coach some of the most successful and wealthiest people in the world, people that are way more successful than you are and you just have no right to condescend to them like you're somehow superior. I mean, give me a fucking break. The idea of leading a bunch of weak people will turn your stomach, but that's what will happen if you carry on this way. Well, like I said, 20, I think it was 20, 30 people total, more than normal unsubscribes. Like, I'm not going to miss them. I mean, I get literally several hundred new people a day subscribing to email, my email list or my YouTube channel. So why would I give a fuck about 30 people that don't like me anyways and don't want to hear what I got to say? I don't fucking care. I don't need them. I don't want to talk to those people. I don't want to work with them. Not everybody deserves to be in your life. Not everybody is a good client for you to do business with. And you shouldn't feel bad about hitting the delete, the mute, or the block button. They're there for a reason. It's not your fault that some people can't exercise emotional self-control. You're setting yourself up to fail at your own mission. Well, you know what? My business continues to grow about 20% every month, so you don't know what you're fucking talking about. My business is doing great and it's getting bigger and better. And if you look at my coaching rates, they're going up for a reason. 
People are willing to pay it because they know they'll get the value. It's just a fact of life. Do you know that my biggest haters are the ones who tell everyone about me? The people who hate me most are the ones who follow everything I do. They're always at the top of my friends you may know list as they stalk me and they pay attention to everything I say, wear, and do. Sounds like you spend a lot of time observing your haters. That's your hey, that's your choice. If you want to help the most difficult people, you fucking have at it. I'm not interested. I'd rather somebody like you learn this stuff and go, oh, wow, this guy really knows what he's talking about and you deal with the assholes. I don't want to. No, thank you. They tell their friends about me and become obsessed in a bit of a way. They comment on and criticize everything I do and I pay attention to everything they say. Now notice what she says next. I make the changes they want and I become better and better every day. So you're living your life according to the expectations of your haters. Yeah. No thank you. You will never reach your full potential if you're trying to live up to other people's expectations. Just like my, one of my favorite quotes of all time, Steve McQueen, I live for myself and I answer to nobody. I say it all the fucking time. So you really shouldn't be surprised at how I react. I've been pretty consistent. I've done other videos over the years. One of them, I think I did one last year. A guy was ultra-religious and he was trying to impose his Bible Nazism on me and getting me to change who I was. That one was called Why I Don't Care What You Think. And then I did another one four or five years ago called I Have a Potty Mouth where somebody else was like, oh, you shouldn't drop an F-bomb. You shouldn't have... I'm just like as soon as somebody starts trying to impose their belief system, their narrow-minded view of the world on me, I'm already not listening. I'm already not paying attention. I work harder. I look better. I achieve more because of my haters. If it wasn't for their criticism, I would be. I wouldn't be where I am today, which is better than everyone else at everything I put my mind to. I do sometimes read it, and if there's something that is missing that I could add to a future version of the book or something I could do a video on, I'll do it. But again, I'm not interested in listening to people every day tell me how bad I suck and how horrible I am, a horrible person because I say bad words or they don't like my lifestyle choice or they don't agree with my view, my spiritual views or they think the US Constitution needs to be just done away with and it needs to be updated and it's like – I'm not going to listen to that stupid, ignorant bullshit. If somebody is not willing to take the time to read the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, or understanding of that stuff, when I talk about those things, I'm not wasting my fucking time. It's like listening to some idiot going to NASA and telling them how to build rockets because he draws rockets on paper and he launches them in his backyard. It's like a sidewalk superintendent, if you will. I just don't have time for to waste. I'm sorry. If that's rude, if that's harsh, well, I don't really give a fuck. I live my life according to my expect, own expectations and what makes me happy. And if you want to deal with haters, good for you. Haters need leaders. You'll probably find that your haters are going away and thinking about what you're saying and trying to work on themselves. Yep, and in a minute, you're going to see what happens when somebody that I blocked basically three years ago – and for the past year, year and a half, he's been one of the the, mo the greatest resources for people coming to my YouTube channel because he knows his stuff inside and out. 
It's the followers you want to watch because they're the stupid people who latch on to an idea without questioning it or actually doing any work in themselves. Well, like the Buddha says, every even the stuff that I teach, you should go and investigate it. Not just follow me blindly, but if you haven't read or investigated and you're ignorant, I'm not going to argue with you. I just have no desire to. Why? What's the fun in that? It's like Wayne Dyer was in the the Power of Intention video he did. It was about 12 years ago. He said he had an answer, a message on his machine. He said, "Hi, you've reached Wayne Dyer. I want to feel good. And if your call is designed for any other purpose than that, please hang up and call Dr. Phil." I think it's a great fucking message. And that's my attitude. If you're gonna be nasty. If you can't be respectful and just have an honest question and, and reach out for help, as soon as you start acting like a dick, either if I see it or one of my assistants sees it, you're gonna get you're gonna get banned. You're gonna get muted. I just not interested in having those kind of people around me. Just the way it is. I want like-minded people. One turd in the punch bowl still ruins the fucking punch. Let them hate. Keep on doing what you're doing and start doing it better and you'll find they might actually end up being some of the best leaders you create. Well, again, this particular guy, it's not because I created him as a leader. I said, here's my standards. If you want to participate in my participate in my community, here's the rules of the road. If you can follow it, awesome. This is like another thing Bill Parcells said. If you can help the team, come on in. And if you can't, then get the hell out. It's that simple. And yeah, that's harsh, but I don't care. It's my life, my community, and I don't want to tolerate bullshit at this point in my life. When I was younger, I put up with it. I've talked about that numerous times about some of the shit that I put up with for my old business partners. And I'm just not – at 46 years old, I'm not going to put up with it anymore. I don't have to. I want to support what you do in your work, but you've made yourself look like a hypocrite and a pussy with your comments. So in other words, you're trying to make me feel bad about who I am so I change and become the way you want. And reading from your email, it sounds like you live your life according to the expectations of your haters and you're hating on me telling me that you're not going to be following what I teach or into my work anymore unless I do what you want. Well, you're going to be disappointed because I'm not going to do what you want. I'm going to do what I want. I literally tell everyone I meet about your videos but in no way am I going to tell people to watch your videos if you're starting to act like a dick. Well, sometimes I do act like a dick. So, you know, what I say is like I'm like a shot of – or like you know what? It's like a triple shot of Jack Daniels. It's the kind of thing you, you suck down. You're like, wow. Woo. That shit was strong. But about 10 to 15 minutes later, you're going to be going – Irie vibrations. You'll be feeling Irie. So if you can handle the burning sensation when you chuck that first shot back, it'll all pay off in the end. And you are with those actions. Well, again, you're entitled to your opinion and as the old saying goes, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one and they all stink. So bottom line is you're dead flat wrong and you don't know what you're fucking talking about. You don't know my business and you don't know my audience. I do. I got tons of stats in my audience. YouTube has great stats. I know what percentage men and women are watching me. 
I know what things people like to listen to and I know what things people don't want to listen to. And one of the things that Rosalind Carter said, I'm not a fan of her husband. He was a really bad president. But one of the things that she said, which is so true, she says, a leader takes people to where they want to go. A great leader takes people to not necessarily where they want to go, but ought to be. So let's go to the second guy's email. He says, hey coach, you've been a staple on my computer and phone screen since 2013. My first encounter with your work was a result of a Google search. Should I take back a cheating girlfriend? Nope. This led me to one of your videos and a series of others as that relationship grew worse. Over time, I started reading your book and things became clear. Admittedly, I didn't agree with everything. Well, how often have you heard me say, I might not always be right, but I'm never wrong. And friends that know me, they say, you know what? I didn't agree with you at first, but dude, you've always turned out to be right. And in fact, we've gone back and forth in the comments with you even blocking me at one point. Yep, because you fucking deserve to get blocked. You were out of fucking line. He says, that hurt because although I didn't agree with everything, I saw you as a legitimate mentor. Again, my rules. It's the same thing with the kind of people I allow in my life, the kind of friends I have, the kind of women I date. This is how I am. This is who I am. This is what I expect. I expect communication. I expect respect. I expect to talk things out in a mature adult manner. But as soon as name calling and hostility comes out, my eyes glaze over and I'm out of there. I'm just not going to put up with it. When I was younger, I put up with a lot of shit that I shouldn't have. And at this point in my life, I'm just not going to. And smart people don't put up with that crap either. After that, I realized that I was disrespectful, period. I'm glad you recognize that. It takes a big man to admit that. I cleaned up my approach to your material and I came back as a different user. This time, I was your student. Reading and watching objectively and applying your teachings as if they were the quizzes to your work. I soon got over my cheating ex and opened my eyes. There are many beautiful women that were pursuing me. They didn't work out for various reasons and some are still in contact with me to meet up to this day. But the point is, is that now I knew that there was an abundance and that I didn't have to settle for abuse. Exactly. I didn't put up with his abuse and he got banished and he changed his ways and he came back a changed man. And you know what? He doesn't put up with abuse anymore in his life either. And that's part of being a strong leader. A strong leader says, this is who I am and I'm presenting this to the world. This is my truth. People can accept it. They can embrace it or they can say, you can kiss my ass. And either way, I'm fine because when I wake up tomorrow, I'm still going to be the same dude. I'm if you send me an email like this for a year from now, I'm going to give you the same type of response. I'm pretty fucking consistent. Your work also helped me to focus on the concept of purpose and what mine was. And as a result of following my purpose, this is what God brought into my life. So he actually sent me a video that – and I'm not, I'm not going to post it here. Um, because he didn't mention anything but it's a very well-known large company that he's a manager for 
and they interviewed him and his family. I got to tell you, this guy's got a beautiful family. He's in, he's fucking shredded. He's in the, I'll say this, he's in the, the health and fitness, the health and wellness industry, if you will. He loves what he does. He's got a passion for it. And you, the man, you can see the joy in his face. He looks happy. He embodies the energy that I talk about all the fucking time. He's got a tight ass family, something that he should be very proud of. And you can tell he's just, his confidence is fucking off the charts. And if he's comfortable with it, maybe he'll post a link to that video in the comments. So you guys can go see it. You can see the interview and you can hear what his family has to say about him, what he has to say. And obviously his company thought highly enough about him that they wanted to profile him and say, hey, this is one of our, our team members. And the guy embodies everything that, that the values of the company he works for has. So since you shared so much with me, this one's for you. And so he, he – again, he shared the link for the video. But like I said, I'm going to leave it up to him. If he wants to post in the comments on YouTube for some of you to go check it out. But you know, it would be nice if he does. But you know, he might want to keep his privacy. But like I said, I watched it and this guy's living everything that I talk about. But like I said, the strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. Sometimes I have blocked people in the past. They come back days, weeks, and months later and they beg me to unblock them. They say, oh, I was drunk or oh, I was in a bad mood that day. I'm really sorry. It's, I mean at the end of the day, it's like if they can't get my, my name out of their mouth, they stick around. They may get converted and if they don't, that's fine too. Maybe they'll go find somebody else that will take the time to put up with them because at this point in my career, I just don't want to deal with assholes and I won't. I refuse to. I've been saying that for years. I'm consistent in how I interact with them and that's just the way it is. And If people get their panties in a bunch over that, well, it's not my problem because again, other people's opinion of me, it's none of my fucking business. And The sooner you embrace that philosophy, the, the less you put up with haters in your life because life is hard enough in order to, you know especially when it comes to accomplishing goals it takes years and even you know dec- a decade or two to accomplish you need people on your team it gets really hard really fast when you're surrounded by people who are mostly telling you that's ah, stupid you'll never you're not smart enough to pull it off it'll it'll never work yeah, as I mentioned a couple of videos ago, I had a really good friend of mine who's a very successful doctor, and we were talking, and he says, "Yeah, man, I'll be, I gotta be honest with you. When you, you know, got out of real estate and became this life coach, like, you know, my wife and I, we thought you just had lost it. You were nuts, and there's like the way you're going about it and growing, how to grow your business. It's like we just never thought it would work, and like here you are now. It's like you fucking did it, dude. You pulled it off. You figured it out." And the reason I did is because I was very careful about who I allowed into my inner circle and I just didn't put up a bullshit anymore. I mean, when you, to go from making half a million dollars a year to nothing at 39 and just basically spending, you know, every penny that came in the door of my business was going right back out. I was waiting tables for 10 months, 3 days a week to make some extra money to keep my pay-per-click campaigns going. I literally would go and work an 8 or 10-hour shift. And come home with a couple hundred bucks in my pocket 
And within, within an hour or so, I go, I could just burn that money right on Google Pay-Per-Click and see how well the landing page worked. And eventually, all that trial and error, it paid off. I figured out my business model and the rest is history. It paid off. So like I said, I'm going to live my life and I'm going to do what makes me happy. And if I piss people, some people off and they don't want to listen to what I have to say and they, they, they go away mad and they're pissed off, it's like whatever. I found that people – a lot of people go away mad and they come back years later. And they say, hey, man, I just wasn't open to what you had to say. I need to get you know my ass reamed a few more times and my heart broken a few more times before I was ready to actually listen to what you have to say. As the old saying goes, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. But again, it's my classroom and I'm only going to allow the kind of people into my classroom that can behave and are respectful and are fun and enjoyable to work with and discuss with and be around. And that's just the way it is. I'm not for everybody and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not everybody being satisfied with me being the way I am because I learned to love and accept myself with all my flaws, my faults. And it's like when you learn to love and accept yourself with all, and you learn to love and accept all your flaws and your faults, nobody can use them against you anymore and they won't have any power over you. Definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, Go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and follow the instructions for booking whichever coaching option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. 